Hey, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. I am your host, Wendy Featherston, and I am so excited to be here with you. And I am ex- even more excited to share this powerful episode with you. Oh, my goodness. I I told you all last week about being a part of the movement Keto for the Culture over on Instagram where um, a lot of us um, people of color got together um, and we are posting recipes and tips and tricks and things like that for the culture for our community right to bring awareness to shed light on how you you know can follow a ketogenic lifestyle not just to release weight but to live a life healthy and free and release weight and like live your best life but the caveat to that is is that you get to eat food that you know and love just with a few tweaks. Oh my goodness, there are so many delicious, I mean delicious, um, postings that have went up over on the page Keto for the Culture that is Keto, the number four, the culture, K-U-L-T-U-R-E. Y'all go follow Keto for the Culture. I'm telling you, um, uh, Dammy, I think that's how she pronounces her name, but she, um, along with Keto for the Soul, is the queen who, you know, created the space for us to be able to share. And I'm telling you, she did a stuffed turkey leg with some type of glaze, and oh my god, I was drooling, but. Um, and then we had, I posted some neck bones and string beans and some greens and ham hocks and some strawberry cheesecake. I've just been having way more fun. I've also been having a lot of fun connecting with the queens that are um, over there. And they get to, you know, come on the podcast and not only talk about what they're doing, you know, as far as their keto journey, but also to share with you all um, who a little bit who about who they are and what they're sharing for Keto for the Culture. So I'm having way more fun with that. So if you are new to us, I know I said all of that without even doing my little lead-in and all that kind of stuff, but it's all right. We all friends here, right? You are my sisters. So I know it's all good. So if you are new to Black Girls Keto 2, welcome. We are so happy that you're here. And again, I am your host, Wendy Featherston. And I am the owner and admin of the group Black Girls Keto 2 over in Facebook land. So come check us out. Black Girls Keto 2. And you can find us on Instagram at blackgirls underscore keto2. And then you can also email me with any questions, tips, or anything of that nature that you, you know, if you just want to say, hey, 
or you want some keto coaching, you want, I mean, whatever. If you want to tell me about, you know, what you got from an episode, I love hearing from you all. I'm actually going to do a show where I read some of the um, letters, the emails that I get because they are heartwarming and I love the fact that I, I get to sit in this space and that I am able to share my energy with you and you share your energy with me. And I love the exchange and it makes me um, feel good because that is what I'm put here to do. I am meant to uplift and to encourage and to help women, black women, transform their lives and live their best lives. That's my job on the surface. Now, I know that and I'm okay with that, right? So, whoo! This episode, y'all, is powerful. Do you hear me? It's powerful. So you all know that, you know, in Black Girls Keto 2, the grouping on this podcast, we do not give medical advice. We only share from our experiences because that's all we have. So we don't want you to stop going to your doctors. We don't want you to do any of that. What we do want you to do before starting any new way of eating, um, check with your doctor, check with your healthcare providers. Again, we do not provide any medical advice because why? We are doctors. We're just black women that are finding our way and releasing weight and getting healthy. And the tool that we are using is the ketogenic way of eating. So that's what we do. And so with that being said, I have the pleasure of introducing to you all, oh my God, a queen that it seems as if I have known her for eons. I promise you. It seems as if I've known her for like a long time. She is one of the queens that I had the pleasure of meeting and talking to um, from the Keto for the Culture and connecting with. And I'm telling you, listen, the first time that we you know, we're supposed to have a brief conversation in regards to, you know, what she was going to do to talk about her little piece of the keto for the culture bit. I'm telling y'all, we talked for four hours easily, easily. And then every time we subsequently have conversation, Oh my God, it's just rich and it's just juicy. And I thought that she had an amazing story to share with my listeners. And I thought that it would be able to help someone. And oh, I'm telling y'all, she's special. And she has so much going on. And so I am going to share with you 
today, Miss Dorn Velez, and you'll hear all of the juicy things that we talk about, but the um, title of this podcast is How Keto Saved My Life. Y'all heard me. How Keto Saved My Life. I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to jump right in so y'all can hear Miss Dawn tell y'all how Keto saved her life. I promise you, you'll walk away with a lot of jewels and a lot of gems. And when you finish listening, not just from a ketogenic standpoint, but just in in life in general, oh, I'm telling you, you'll walk away picking up a lot of gems, a lot of diamonds, a lot of rubies, honey. She dropped them. She dropped them. And I was picking them up too. So I know if I was picking them up, you will be too. So without further ado, stay tuned. And I'll introduce to you, Miss Dawn Velez. All right, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Black Girls Go To. Today, we have a special guest on, um, and we are talking about keto and your health and how keto can help you with your health. So without further ado, I am going to introduce to you all Miss Dunn. And she is a part of Keto for the Culture. So y'all heard her um, last week um, with her um, segment for Keto for the Culture. And she's over on Instagram as Keto Curves. And that's K Curves with a K. And Ms. Dawn, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much, Queen. You are so welcome. So let's just jump in and let's just talk about why you started keto um, and what has keto done for you? Oh, it would be my pleasure. I I love to tell my keto story. (laughs) So I started keto. last year i started back in march of last year and before that i had been looking for something um that would help me to get in shape and the reason why is because i was told by doctors that if i could lose weight i would no longer have to take this blood pressure pill Now, I know people say that, you know, the blood pressure pill isn't supposed to make you feel anything, but mine did. Mine made me feel loopy. So I was on lisinopril. They changed that to something else. They changed this to something. They changed the dose. I was just completely uncomfortable with the whole idea of having to take a pill every day in order to maintain something that my body is supposed to do naturally. Mm. And so I started trying to do, um, you know, be a vegetarian. It's all this red meat you're eating. You know, I, I just didn't know what to do. I just knew I needed to do something because I had a mini stroke. Mm. 
Mm. Now, for years, I would suffer with headaches every day, every day, every day, headaches, really bad headaches. Sometimes migraines, I'd be nauseated. Sometimes I'd actually, you know, throw up. Um, But I was existing like that and I had become used to it. I had become used to going to work at the time that way, um, dealing with my family that way and just never feeling good, always with a headache, eating, um, you know, uh, ibuprofen like candy. Just trying to relieve myself because that didn't even work anymore, but just trying to give me some sort of relief. So long story short, after I had the experience of going through this stroke, it terrified me, sis. I, at, at the time when it was happening, I thought I was dying. Um, that experience really, really, to this day, traumatized me. And so I started trying to find ways to be able to never experience that again. And I spoke with a friend of mine. Her name is Tess. She's taking stilettos on Instagram. I spoke with her one time about um, keto because a mutual friend of ours kept posting about keto, keto, keto. And I said, what is this? And so she explained it to me. And from that day, because it made sense because people can't tell me anything you know some stuff i'll hear people say and i'm like girl (laughs) no whether i say it to them or not in my mind i'm just like "Uh uh-uh but this made sense so i sat down and i watched the documentary the magic pill oh my goodness isn't it amazing oh god i made the whole family sit down and watch that with me i made my husband kids everybody y'all gonna all sit down because this is actually what we're doing. And I watched it several times mm-hmm. and I thought, well, this makes sense and I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to try it out for 90 days. Mm-hmm. Well, within my first two weeks of being on the, doing the keto lifestyle, I started seeing changes. I saw changes in my energy. I saw changes in my clarity of thought. Um, I would set out in the morning to do a task and uh, several tasks it became. Whereas before, uh, I, I didn't really want to do anything. I would do things that I had to do. So because after my first 30 days of being, well, it was a little more than 30 days of doing keto that I went back to my doctor and my blood pressure was almost to normal. So what I didn't tell them that I hadn't been taking my pills. I kept all that to myself. That's none of their business. Um, I didn't tell them what I had been doing or any of that. Um, And then I noticed that, okay, I really have not had a headache since I started keto. Uh, And I didn't even realize it. I was just so happy and so full of energy, you know, I'm a little up in age. So for me to have that type of energy that I didn't remember from, you know, young before I had that type of energy, I just, just didn't exist in my world. So I was more excited about that than anything. And I started just doing all kinds of things and, you know, setting goals for myself and patting myself on the back each evening as I got that stuff done. So in the interim, um, when I went back, I said, all right, let me just, I just was curious to see what the doctor was going to say. I still didn't tell him anything. Um, but, you know, they reduced the little dosage, little milligrams or whatever. And that was fine. I didn't feel that prescription. I just went on with my life. Um, but went on and now I don't, my blood pressure is normal. I don't have the headaches. I'm not seeing the spots. 
um, you know, the, the whole feeling that I had before is gone. And yes, I will say for me, it's due to keto. So let me just stop and pause a minute to celebrate you in effect of you taking your health back into your own hands. I'm a big proponent of being our own health advocate. Nobody knows your body like you do. That's right. And if, you know, the medication made you feel some type of way, you're experiencing it. Right. so I think I think I, 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 I'm we're not doctors and we're not telling anyone to not go to doctors or not take their medication. So I want to be clear about that. We are just sharing from our own experiences as we always do. With that being said, you sometimes have to do what's best for you. And just because they're they're practicing physicians, right? Always in a constant state of practicing. And anybody who is practicing something means that they haven't mastered it yet. (laughs) I mean, that's I love it. That's what practicing means to me. Because if I if I master something, then I don't have to practice in doing it anymore. That's just that's just Wendy. I love it. So when when they are practicing, it's just like you know, it's, to me, and it, it and it seems like especially with all of the drugs that people they throw at people. Well, yes. I have a friend who he had high blood pressure or something, and they gave her one medication and made her feel bad, and then they said, well, well. Don't stop taking that one because if you do, it could cause other stuff. But take this one to, to help with the, this the counter. Yes. And then to yes. take this one to help. I said, well, you got a whole bag of medication here. Right. Sis, and you're too young for all of that. I, I just don't think mm-hmm. old people should take the medication either. But if you're taking one pill for something, then it's causing something else. And then it's causing something else. And then you just have a pill for this and a pill for that. But all of those pills collectively, and what really was the big thing um, for her was that it didn't, it, that one pill, one of those pills were interacting with the other in the wrong way. And it was causing like this major, wow, and causing her to be in a hospital. And wow. She was like, I'm just going to stop taking all of it. And just like you, she just went home, stopped taking the medication, never had a problem ever since from that to this. (laughs) You know, it's funny, sis, because my my initial thought when they said, yes, you will have to take this pill the rest of your life, but there's a possibility that you can stop if you get your weight under control. Okay. My initial thought was, taking a pill every day that's what my grandma did (laughs) I am nowhere close to my grandmother's age and I'm not getting ready to subscribe to that and so yeah I just am one of those people like I said before you can tell me whatever you want that doesn't mean that I'm going to take it in that doesn't mean that I'm going to that's now the whole truth and nothing but the truth 
I don't operate like that. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, no one knows my body the way that I do. And no one can determine these kinds of things. So I set out to find something that would help me to get the weight under control, but also protect me. What can I do to protect myself from ever experiencing that again? And so for me, once those headaches had gone away, Mm-hmm. I knew I'm not seeing spots anymore. I can stand up. I can sit down. I can move to the left, move to the right. And those little floaty little spots are not following me. I knew that I was doing the right thing. So the, the side effects, I did not expect. I didn't expect to have the energy. Right. I didn't expect to have the clarity of thought. I didn't expect to meet such amazing women who are also on the same journey for their own individual reasons. Um, it has been nothing but blessings since I started this lifestyle. So it's something that I will take with me the rest of my life. I'll never not be a person living keto. Yeah. Keto is amazing. And I think that a lot of people, when they, when they started, they, because weight loss is a side effect of the ketogenic. It sure is. You know, people don't do their research and know that keto is not new. It's been around right. for 20 plus years. It was created for epileptics. And That's then right. found that it helped with diabetics. And now with autism, like you mentioned, watching the magic pill, um, which is a fantastic documentary um, yes. on this um, lifestyle. But a side effect is is releasing weight and you know and I don't know if I've ever said this to you in our conversations it seemed like we've been talking forever and I know and and it's just been what this second time or third I don't remember but it just seems so deep and so connected so quickly and I'm I'm loving all of that and I feel like I you heard me say this but (laughs) but and in black girls keto too i don't say we we lose weight right i say releasing weight and the reason i say releasing versus losing is because when you lose something you look for it you you mourn it Mm. when you when you lose your cell phone you want to tear your house up to find your cell phone on your keys Yes. When you lose a, a, a parent or somebody, you know, transitions, then you mourn that there's a mourning process that takes place when you lose something. But when you release it, you make a conscious, concerted, deliberate effort to let it go. Think oh. about holding some balloons in your hand. You open your hand, you release them, you let them go. You don't lose it, you let it go. Now, when you release something, the likelihood of you going back to looking for it again is slim to none because you deliberately let it go. Right. And you can't get back because, you know, you think about them balloons, you, you let them balloons are up, up, up and gone. They're so far in the ethers that you can never see them again. And I think the other thing is, is that losing weight or the term losing weight is tied to dieting. 
And so I use the term releasing weight um, because that's what I'm choosing to do. Right. It makes it so much easier for people to wrap their minds around versus losing weight because it's something we always did and you look for again you look for stuff that you lost honey you do you go back and look for it and you know i've lost weight before and not only did i find it i found its cousin its auntie its uncle and right (laughs) and a grandma i can relate so that is that is why I say, you know, releasing weight. And then I, know I love that. It, it, it just makes sense for me. Um, I'm like, and this time, I'm never finding this, that, that weight again. It can be, be gone. I, I served. It's so funny because I'm such a visual person. And I don't even know if I ever shared this here. Wow. So, and I think I forgot about it. But when I first started keto, I wrote an eviction notice. So I write letters to myself oh. as a part of a, as my process of releasing. Yeah. And I wrote in my, in, in a, a book that I have, um, an eviction notice. And I gave the weight, the, the date of eviction. I absolutely love that. Yeah. It, 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 it makes, it, it's visual. And, yeah. you know, and it gives you something to work toward. And at the end of it, I signed this or something way better. Oh, wow. This or wow. something way better. So I love that idea. And of course, when we write things down, it does make it real. Oh, honey, you put pen to paper, shit get real, real. There's power in that. Yes, there is. Not typing it, not. That's right. Texting it, writing it down. Writing it down. My girls and I got journals for this year to practice that very concept yeah. of writing it down. Yeah, it's, a, it's beauty in, the, in writing. It's a, I think it's becoming a lost art form. Unfortunately. I think it's becoming a lost art form, but there is power in writing, Queens. As you are listening to this, Pull out some pencil and paper and write, write your story the way you want it to be, not the way it is. Write your story, <laughs> the way it is, not the way it is. Because what is is old news. What is is old news. Because you've already manifested what is, it's no need to talk about it. Talk about where you want to go. Talk about where you want to be. Um, you said something about what you didn't want to experience anymore. You didn't want to experience um, headaches anymore. And, and, you know, the experience of the stroke again. But I, I'm a proponent of talking about what you want. And so, because when you talk about what you don't want, the universe only hears stroke, right? Or headache, not don't or no. So mm-hmm. I want good health. Good health is my, you know, my right good health you know don't use the word headache anymore because headache is in it Mm. so that's just that's just a little windy (laughs) i love it thank you for that windy that you just gave me i i love it 
And I absolutely appreciate that. And, you know, I'm a person who is always open to this sort of thing. But you said my, my favorite word. You said manifest. Mm -hmm. And manifestation is something that I have really been getting into over the last two years. And I do understand, and I'm still learning, but I do realize that me actually seeing myself healthy, me actually seeing myself and speaking this, seeing myself not overweight, seeing myself having energy, different things like that. So I'm trying to apply this manifestation uh, into all areas of my life. Absolutely. And you said something big is visualization. When you can see it, people talk about R. Kelly and his music, but I'm going to tell you something. I, the man was brilliant. And his hey man, he sure was. He was brilliant in his right. I don't, I personally, I personally don't think one has to do anything with the other, but that's, you know, that's not everybody's story. So that I could care less. But the song, I Believe I Can Fly. Mm. <laughs> I Believe I Can Fly is one of my favorite songs. And, <laughs> excuse me, I Believe I Can Fly is one of my favorite songs. And yes. If you ever listen to or read the lyrics to that song, it's a very short song. Very. It's, it's not many words to the song at all. However, it's the most powerful um, song that I think he has ever written. Because if I can see it, I can be it. And I can be it. If I just believe it, if I have the beliefs around it, I can do it. And he goes on, and it, the most, the, the longest part of the song is, I can fly, I can fly, I can, I can, I can. That's it. And it goes on and on and on, and he gives all these riffs and runs and oh, but it's just I can fly, right? And when you think about it, the song was um, written for the Space Jam movie, right? With, yeah, it was. Uh huh. With um, um, Michael Jordan, and um, he could fly. Michael Jordan could fly, and he yeah. wrote this song because that's what Michael Jordan used to do: visualize himself flying through the air. Mm. Right? And so, if you can see it, if mm. you can see it in your mind's eye, not physically, but right. in your mind's eye, if you can sit and visualize yourself in a size, a size whatever, or smaller yes. than what you are, or at a healthy weight, do it until, and, and, and sometimes you can only visualize small increments and that's okay you don't have that to, is fine you, you don't have to go from a size say 5x to a 10 but, mm -hmm. but see yourself in the next size down and then when you achieve it and you manifest that into your life and your experience then you see the next size then you see the next size see some people got to take small steps and seeing this thing but it's okay 
the point is that you you see anything you see because it. sometimes you can sit around and and you know you you might have these thoughts but you don't take any action towards it and manifestation believe it or not it really is an action word even if in the morning you sit down and you take a, a 60 seconds do whatever amount of time you have to visualize yourself visualize your life whatever this thing is that you are going for visualize yourself in that and then as you begin to practice that even if it's not daily because maybe you forgot the next day remind yourself set a reminder in your phone do what you need to do to spend that time with yourself and it'll become easier for you to spend longer increments and like we were saying about writing things down my daughters and i like i said before have started this year with journaling now we would always get a new cute little planner with all the little tabs and little stickers and we you know do all that but we decided to journal this year as well to begin to develop the ways that we manifest things so like i said it's not just for my health it's for other areas in my life as well that i have begun to try and use this to enhance me you know at, at the end of the day i just want to be better than i was yesterday in my bio or in my my instagram page i'm always saying that i am in competition with myself and i i mean that with everything i have to do better than what don did yet last year or last week i have to focus on that growth And it's an amazing thing to see yourself. It's an amazing thing to understand the practice of manifestation. Yes. And being able to call things to you. Right. Um, mm. It's an amazing thing to know that thoughts become things and thoughts and, and, and negative versus positive, right? Yes. Or at long or long with either way. So your thoughts around food. I, I I talk about this a lot in my group keto coaching, and when we do the retreats, we really do a lot of mindset work. But it matters. Y'all heard me talk about this all the time. Um, mindset work matters. Your mindset because thoughts become things. You think about it, Dawn. You ever heard people or you yourself say, you know, I'm broke, I'm broke, or I don't have money, I don't have money, or I don't have money for this, I don't have money for that, or I just don't have any money. Oh, girl, you know I ain't got no money. Oh, I'm broke as a joke. People say those types of things all the time, so haphazardly, but then when you look around your life, and you find <laughs> do you not have money, but you, you're broken other ways, you're broken mm. in other ways. And so when when people always say, Well, I'm overweight, I'm this, that, and the third, stop saying you're healthy. And my sister would say, I'm having a fat girl moment. I'm having a fat girl moment. And I'm like, like, how about having a skinny girl moment? <laughs> like <laughs> How about having a skinny girl moment, even if you're eating something? But I think it's just how you position yourself and how you position your words that will cause you to say and do be differently mm -hmm. because you show up differently. If you continue to say That's right. you show up broke, you show up broke <laughs> in, you do. 
you know, sis, you are so right. You are so right on that. And it's funny because in, in our community, we have a way of catching on to phrases, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know, um, period, um, um, whatever the, 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 the thing Ratchet. is. Right. Different words like that. Our whole community, we will sap it up and it will go through the community for years. And, you know, during that time, we've caught on to some other sayings that we like to, you know, kind of say. And unfortunately, a lot of those things are detrimental to who we are. It, is. it stunts our growth. It stunts our spirituality. It stunts our mind. It, everything. They're counterproductive. Exactly. And not even realizing that, you know, okay, yeah, it might have sounded cute or you might have thought you sounded cute when you heard someone else say it. And now here you are, you're saying it and spreading that whole thing. And it just continues to spread and spread and spread. Any, anything that any words that we say, and I'm guilty of it, I don't always say the right words. Uh, but I am so mindful of making sure that I'm a little careful about what I speak over my life and over my family. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's one of the, th the key things there for when it comes to mindset. Whatever you're saying, you're believing it. I don't care if you said it in a cute way, joking around with your girlfriends, whatever. whatever. You're making that your reality. You, so a belief, a belief is a practice thought. A belief is just something that you think over and over and over again. And it becomes your truth. It becomes yes. something that you believe. So we carry a lot of beliefs around food. We mm -hmm. carry a lot of beliefs around our weight. Yeah. Like I can remember my like my my family, all they did was call people fat. Hey fatty. My that's not my name. My name is Wendy. Call me Wendy. Right? Or, oh my God, you are biggest Tracy and all that. Like, it's those types of things. But what people don't really understand about the words that they speak over themselves is that they, they latch on. And yeah. then, then we practice them in our minds. Oh, yeah, my grandmother said, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. And then mm -hmm. we, start, we start to make jokes before about ourselves before anybody else can girl you know yeah. girl you know oh yeah you know i'm a fat girl or i'm having a fat girl moment it's those types of things that creates these limiting beliefs and then it encapsulates our life and then mm -hmm. when we try to release weight or try to start a, something keto if you will then we, we thought, oh, well, that's hard. I can't do that. You know, I, I'm an eater. I like to eat, honey. I, I'm, you know, I, oh, honey. Even, in, oh, honey, it's keto. I, I, I'm a fat girl. You know, it's mm. that type of thing that causes people those limiting beliefs to keep you limited and not releasing the weight. And well, people don't understand that being in their comfort zone Okay, and, and not being brave enough to venture out of that comfort zone to see what blessings are there for them. People will convince themselves of anything. You, you think that you can't do keto because you didn't sat there and told yourself you couldn't. So whatever you think, you're right. Whatever you think you are, you, if you think you can do it, you're right. And if you think you can't do it, you're, uh, you're right again. 
Exactly. You're right again. And, and the, the, I always tell people that your comfort zone will kill you. Now, you may not want to jump all the way out there, but stick a toe out and, and feel it, right? I think, <laughs> try, try eating a keto meal. Some people, you know, are not adventurous, um, which for me, keto is not... I look at a lot of the posts that, you know, people post in the group and they, they say keto is expensive and I don't like, oh. I don't like that. Again, those are limiting beliefs, right? And I'm not here to change anybody's mind. You can do whatever you want to do. Whatever you tell yourself that you can or cannot do, you are right, like I just said. But keto isn't about having almond flour. Like, you don't have to have almond flour to be a part of keto. Somebody asked me, can they have cheese? Um, no, I want to try keto, but I don't like cheese. Don't eat cheese then. <laughs> like, don't eat cheese. It's not a requirement. Making desserts or whatever, or using almond flour, coconut flour, lupin flour, whatever flour you're using, it's not a requirement. Keto is a high-fat, moderate-protein, low-carb through leafy, leafy green vegetables way of eating. That's all that is. Period. That, that's all it is. That's and it. Keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Anytime somebody has something and they try and make it seem like, you know, this is required, that is required. If you overcomplicate it, you're already setting yourself up for failure and you haven't even been to the grocery store yet. Okay. You know, you, you, you don't realize that you're eating this, these foods anyway. All you're doing now is preparing them in a way that is going to be more healthy for you. But I'm not going to want anything for nobody more than they want it for themselves. So at the end of the day, I will present this opportunity. I will present other opportunities. I'm an opportunity presenter. Yes. As it's up to you what you do with that. Uh, you know, and the you can't beauty, babysit grown people. No. And the beauty of keto is that it's not cookie cutter. It's not one. Not at all. all. Now, what I do want to say is that, you know, there are a lot of products out here that are labeled keto. They market toward or to keto because it's the hype now. And if you do your research and follow and know what keto is, wheat is not included. Grains and all of that is not included in the ketogenic way of eating. So products that have wheat, gluten, vital wheat, and all of that, all of those breads I'm seeing people doing, I'm like, that's bread, y'all. Did y'all read the ingredients? Yeah. It, yeah. And so for me personally, wheat hurts me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it hurts my joints. Yeah. It, it, my wow. I can if I eat off plan and I, I honey, not too many hours. It's not even days. My fingers will get tight. My knees are hurt. My ankles will swell up. So know that there's no in, in keto. It really isn't. I, I just really want to be clear about that. People are eating it. What's the bread? Um, um, who is it? Uh, Aldi. With that oh, bread. yeah. Aldi bread. Uh-huh. So bread. Honey, the first four ingredients are four different types of wheat. 
Oh. Yeah. Hmm. It, it, it's, I it's, haven't gotten any yet, so I don't I don't know what I haven't seen it. I, so I, I haven't read, I read the ingredients. I just yeah. it's four different types of wheat. Is is wheat gluten, is it's corn, wheat flour, whole wheat, and hmm. yes, and I'm like, this is this is bread. It's bread. Stop playing. It's just interesting. They they put they made a new fresh label that said keto bread. The other other company is, what is it? Sola Wheat. Wheat, 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 wheat. Well, one important thing with keto is that, you know, you have to do the work. You know, you have to do the work in terms of researching, in terms of knowing what affects your body, how, and different things like that. So yeah, there is some things, there are some things, excuse me, that you need to do to make sure that you are doing, giving yourself what your body needs. So definitely, um, I don't want people to get the misunderstanding that it's just, you know, cheese and meat and eggs or whatever they're thinking. You, you definitely want to make sure that you do the research, that you understand what these things are, how these things affect you. Because each individual, you know, someone else may eat wheat and it not bother their joints or body or anything like that. But for those of you who do and you see, oh, well, I saw a keto page and they said keto bread is here. Let me go grab it. And then you're feeling some type of way afterwards. Then you need to know why. You need to understand. So I don't want people to think, well, I can just go keto and I don't have to find out anything on my own. No, you, this is important. This is your health. And this is a lifestyle that we're talking about. So care enough to say, well, all right, I'm going to make the decision to do keto. Let me go and do some research on this. So I can make sure that I'm doing it the right way and getting, having the success because otherwise you're, you're gonna, you're gonna lose if you don't. You, you, and you can find success. The low carb way of eating is fine, but yeah, true. knowing that wheat is not a part of the ketogenic diet. Not it's, at all. Wheat, oats, and grains is not a part of it. That's right. So you really want to be clear and like you said, Dawn, educate yourself. And sometimes I think when, when we say educate, people will just read something on the internet. Know that the, <laughs> the, 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 the information on the internet is from that person's perspective and their experiences. Mm-hmm. So if you gather more than more information i always say you gather a lot and then you you take and exactly take what you want but then you look up you know look at the origins of this thing look up just like with atkins people um Mm -hmm. people know where the atkins diet came from and would say oh atkins is keto it's not it's no it's not different it's, it's not. not like it's not paleo it's no. not whole 30 or whatever it is it's different because well, and also we get, have to be careful we have to be careful because guys keto's been around for years at the end of the day our community didn't know about keto exactly no sooner than our community started doing keto now you see keto powder keto pills keto this keto that and it is in all the stores it's everywhere where was this same energy 
three years ago, four where, years ago. Where was it when I started? Because there weren't products out here or anything. Exactly. But because Black folk have gotten to be a part of it, and because Black folk are consumers, and they know yes. that, and because Black folk don't read. I'm exactly. I was going to say it. Somebody had to say it. Because Black folk don't do their own due diligence. We believe whatever the hell they tell us. And it just proves it because I see so many posts about, oh, it says keto. These keto drops, like you said, keto shakes. It's keto. Right. When um, Slim Fast came out with keto stuff, I said, they are. <laughs> they sure did. They did. They, and then who was it? Um, JJ Smith, she started trying to do keto. Now she doing a, the girl from the green smoothies to the keto to now what uh, is it? Uh, uh, apple cider vinegar cleanse. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Come and on, see, man. people always want to try to make a dollar. So you have and to be mindful of it. I'm not knocking nobody's business. Not at all. However, as consumers, you have to do your due diligence and don't just don't just um buy because it's marketed keto well that's exactly what i mean when i say everybody is out here to try to make a dollar so whether the information is correct or not they are slapping that label on there anticipating that you're going to go and take your hard-earned money buy this product that is not going to do a thing for you at the end of the day, it is going to frustrate you and you're going to end up with the same type of results you had before when you tried Adapex or before when you tried whatever it was that you tried. So it is important that you educate yourself about keto and that you start to customize, like Queen said, take bits and pieces from the things that you learn from this person's perspective or that person's journey or whatever it is and make it work for you. Some things you may try, you may not like. Other things you may love, but do what works for you. And no matter what, stay the course. If you eat something that you were not supposed to, it's okay. Get back on plan. That's it. That's all. You know, it's life. And that's why it's a lifestyle change. Yes. And, you know, my thing is people say, well, cake tastes good and cookies taste good and all of that kind of stuff. And it really isn't that the fact that the stuff tastes good is we're used to it. But sometimes you just can't know that nothing tastes as good as being healthy because unhealthy sucks. As you That's said, right. as you said, Queen, you had a stroke at how old? I just really want to talk about that. How old were you? All right. So I'm going to be 50 next month. This was five years ago. So at 45, and see, people say many stroke. My sister, the one I told you about, about headaches, she had a quote unquote mini stroke or minor stroke. And all I said, major, minor, mini, small, baby. It was a stroke. <laughs> Itsy bitsy, it's still stroking. You're stroking out. Like, like I don't, you know, it, it's still stroke. So don't minimize it by saying many. Don't like, I'm like, who says that? I had never heard of that. Until Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about that just real quick. Until my sister said she had a mini stroke. I was like, a mini stroke? Yes, sis. Is yes. Is that is that like a, a like a mini baby or a mini kid? Right. Like, I don't know. So you will you will hear me 
when I, when I normally discuss my stroke, because that's what it was. It was a stroke. Or, so let's say, let's say the stroke, because it ain't the stroke, the stroke, when the stroke, it, when I experienced the stroke, um, I was always saying that now because of the, the clinical, you know, TIA term that they use for, they have said, you know, the, the, the clinical terms have said there's the difference between a full blown and a, well, at the end of the day, when I was going through that, I still thought I was dying. It still felt like it still felt the same. The, the blessing was that my body wasn't so far gone that it didn't cause me to permanently have loss of my right side of my body. Mm. It, I was fortunate enough to go through the ROI and the different rehabs. And you can still see a little bit when I smile sometimes and my face kind of droops on the side a little bit. But for the most part, I was determined to not have this affect me. It was a stroke. It doesn't matter, like you said, if it was small or if it was big or if it, it was a stroke. So I, with other women that I speak with, and we discuss that, and you know, they always want to point that out. Well, it, you know, it was it was the mini. It, it was a TIA. It wasn't the. It was a stroke. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, I have started, and I'm going to go back to it because I have started saying that to try to make other people understand because, you know, oh, I can't tell you had a stroke. Well, good. I don't want people to be able to tell that I had a stroke. That's not my goal. My goal is to be healthy enough so I'd never have that. Again, I don't want you seeing that I went through that. Right. You don't have to look like what you lived or experienced, but listen to the story and hear that at 45 years old that this queen had a stroke from being overweight and unhealthy and i'm sure it wasn't just you know from being overweight but from eating unhealthily well once i start eating uh doing keto eating keto foods then like i said my blood pressure now it's regulated mm -hmm. i have dropped a tremendous amount of weight i'm at almost 60 pounds now i could have been more with the <laughs> But yes, I am definitely losing and, and I feel amazing. So the, 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 the one thing from, from this interview that I would like for people to take away when they think about me is that I refuse to accept defeat. I refuse to let my age, I refuse to let my health condition, I refuse to let whatever circumstance that was negatively affecting me become the end of my story and you get to define you get to define your story you get to define your story and i think the biggest thing that i hear you saying is is that if you live in the past you'll never be able to live in the present because if you didn't with what you to be that you you know because i know i know people now like i'm again i'm gonna talk about my sister she with that having with that having that um quote unquote mini stroke and 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 she lives it and i say that and and not to talk about her or anything but she lives it you know i can't remember stuff because i had that stroke you know i can't do this i can't go there by myself because i might i might get lost because i had that stroke right Mm. the memory loss was something i did not expect i didn't even understand that that would happen but yeah that's uh one of the side effects but uh, it can be the mind is a powerful thing you can yeah. 
if you live that, if you continue to say that you can't remember things, you won't remember. You won't. Whatever it is that you say it is, you are right. You are. If you yeah. continue to say, I can't remember things. I can't. What I started doing once I realized it, because it freaked me out. What happened was the kids, the kids would stand here and they would tell me whatever it was. And I, it would go in one ear and out the other because I just would not remember when I started remembering things, I had came to, I forget which one of them it was. I have a total of four, but it, I was talking to one of them about something that they had told me about. And they said, I can't believe you remembered that. Mm. Normally you don't remember when I, and you know what? It kind of wow. hurt my heart a little bit because it was the truth. And so to be able to say, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We did have that conversation and, and actually recall it. Cause I got so bad. I would tell them, well, if I don't remember it, then it didn't happen. You know? Because I, I just was so just done with not never being able to remember things. So there are things that we can do, um, queens, who will hear this. Keto happened to work for me. I would highly, highly recommend that you at least give yourself 90 days on keto lifestyle and see for yourself what it does for you. And 90 days are simple keto. The women exactly. that I get to coach and the women over in, in Black Girls Keto too, I'm always saying, don't do the most when you first start. Ain't that the truth? We go from zero to 9,000 mm -hmm. at the speed of light. You just starting keto and you want to include intermittent fasting, you want to go join the right. You, you want to run a, a, a marathon. All at the same day. And I'm like, no, you have to give yourself 90 days. Get the eating plan down. Get, get what works for you. Clean out your cabinets. Clean out your pantries. Learn the 71 different names that they hide sugar. Yes. You, you understand? Learn those things. But do one thing at a time. Because intermittent fasting will take care of itself once your body right. becomes fat adapted you will definitely move in towards missing meals and you know learn that that it's okay not to eat you won't mess up your metabolism <laughs> you know that old thing oh if you don't eat five meals a day or three right. meals a day and all that dumb stuff you every time you eat your body spikes insulin. And every time your body spikes insulin, it sets your body into fat storing mode. Every single time you eat, what intermittent fasting and extended fasting does for you, it heals your body. It gives your yes. body a chance to rest. It, it, it actually sets the body in atrophy where it starts to heal itself on a cellular level. It is so beautiful. It's, it's so amazing thing. And it will find you if you give yourself 90 days. That's it. And stop That's it. out of habit. We are habitual eaters. Mm-hmm. We and we, you know. Because we've been taught breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So you yep. by nine o'clock or 10 o'clock and then, you know, they schedule your lunch hour 
after you know noon from noon and on and then you want to have dinner by six or seven and then you gotta have snacks in between there and that's just the best setup who can eat all that even before i was doing keto i wasn't eating all that you know to me that never made sense no And, and the beauty about being in ketosis and being fat adapted once you reach that point you don't want breakfast and that's a sure sign when you don't want breakfast that you are well on your way. And eventually you'll work your way to where you're doing what we call in this lifestyle, OMAD, one yeah. meal a day. Yeah. And that is because you don't, your body is not telling you that you're hungry. Your body has been busy healing those cells, burning those ketones and getting you back to a state that you, if not for the industrial revolution, your body would have been in anyway. Yes absolutely absolutely is the industrial revolution with all that wheat and oats and grain yep. and corn that caused all of this stuff anyway that's why anyway. all of a sudden america became obese we yeah. never had that problem Mm-mm. not at all not at all because especially in our community where yep. we ate fat and they introduce all of those chemicals such as margarine that's uh-huh. away from plastic. Yes. Weird. Mm. Right. You know, it's those types of things. And telling people to eat all of that, like all of that food for no reason. And telling you, telling you, brainwashing you into thinking that if you don't eat, you'll mess up your metabolism. Your metabolism isn't something that you control. Yes. It doesn't go up and down when you get age, when you age and all of that stuff. It's a bunch of bullshit. It is. It is. Flat out. It's a bunch of shit. Flat out. And going to the doctor. (laughs) I'm just saying. Let them know. Let them know, sis. That is the truth. That is 100% facts. You just have to eat for 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 life. Like eat, you know, even now I see some of the queens posting their plates and I'm like, dude, that's a lot of food. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of food. And 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 you eat that food, you and and then you have to have a meat what you make a keto mac and cheese and mm-hmm. then you have to have a vegetable and, and keto cornbread you still filling your plate up girl I, literally last night i made uh pulled pork compliments of you because when i saw that on your page i said you know what i'm about to go get some and so last night um i did i made some and that was the only thing on my plate as a matter of fact i couldn't even finish the little portion that i had because I was full. Now I have learned to listen to my body and just back away once I do have that feeling of being full and just drink my little water or whatever it is that I'm drinking with it. But yes, that is an example of, I don't put all of that on my, now I'll go ahead and cook because my family doesn't do quote unquote keto. They're doing keto because of the way I'm preparing the food, right. but right. they don't do, you know, the, the fats and the, and the oils and making sure that they have sort of, et cetera, et cetera but I will prepare everything else for them with, and now I can say, you know, I don't have a problem not eating it before I would be like, I wonder if I can just take a little tension. But now I realize, you know what? It's not even that serious. 
but it took me a minute to get to that point. I've been doing this now for almost a year. Next month it will be officially. So it's like the, the huge plates of food. I don't know if they are eating that or if they're just putting it on display. I, when I post, you will usually see me post what I ate. And so my portions are not that big because I don't want it and I don't need it. (laughs) You know, I can go, I can fast for 24 hours now. I've worked my way to that. I haven't gone past it, but I guess I could. I've Uh, done 72 hours. Yeah, no, uh -uh. hats off. Haven't ever gone that far. I mean, I guess I could if I focused on it, but, but my point being is that, you know, if you are still wanting a lot of food, if you're still eating big plates of food, you may want to kind of reevaluate um, the way that you, you are developing your relationship, even in ketosis. You may want to take a look at that. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that you have to know that you don't need it. You don't. You know, I, I just looked at my fasting app. I'm at 19 hours and 13 minutes. Okay, beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you. And I fast every day. I fast Monday through Friday. I set my app. Um, Well, Sunday through through Friday. Or Sunday through Thursday. I don't set it Friday or Saturday. Just in case I want to eat earlier or whatever. But I still really end up fasting um, at that point. And it, it, I feel good. I, I don't feel hungry um, yeah. or anything. But back to you, what you said about the, the, the plate and just putting on what you, what you want or what you are going to eat. I think because of our society with all of the supersized yeah. and all of that, I think we really overdo it and listening to your body you know during a retreat um when we were doing our love work um during our sessions we were talking about limiting beliefs and what's your money what's your food story and we all have a food story and once you realize and recognize what your story is around food then you get to shape and change and rewrite that story. I love that. And so, and, and, and during our food stories, we figured out the food story and then the limiting beliefs that we carry around that story. Mm. And one of the things that I took away from the, from the retreat was when Athena said that one of her friends that she went to college with, um, she was from England, and she said, they, she taught her that you leave something on your plate for manner's sake. Huh. Right. Whereas as a child, a part of my food story was that you had to clean your plate. Yeah. You, you eat at your plate because eat everything that you put on your plate or, or that your parents put on your plate. Right. Because there wasn't, you didn't have room to say, I didn't like that or just give me a little bit. Or could I not have rice tonight? Or I don't want to eat meat. Like you, you, I don't know about nobody else. I didn't have that option. Most of us didn't. Now what I do with mine is I'll say, okay, well, this is what I'm cooking. 
but if you don't want to eat, you don't have to eat, but this is what I'm cooking. Right. It's up to you. <laughs> right. And, and the thing is, is that when you, when you know what your food story is, you can totally um, rewrite that and yeah. limiting beliefs around it. And for me, I, you know, I don't feel pressured to eat everything on my plate. I don't even feel pressured to put a lot of food on my plate or go right. seconds mm-hmm. because I'm going to leave something for manner's sake. I thought that was so cool. I like that. That's awesome. Something for manner's sake, you know, but in our culture, lots of our cultures, you know, we're, we, we, one, we, we love food, right? Oh yeah. It's an expression of love, hence the soul food. Yeah. And it's, it's customary and lots of, um, cultures to eat when people offer you something. Yeah. And it is customary to eat everything because a happy plate, a clean plate is a happy plate. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you know that you appreciate the time that took to cook that food for you. And I think it's such a flawed premise. Um, you know, that, you know, I know I have an Italian friend and I cannot go to their house anymore because her Nona makes you eat pizza. Oh, wow. And pasta. And you can't say no. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't come to your house. I can't. I can't go see your grandmother. I love her. Right. I don't want to offend and right. he's not going to honor me and my choices. It's just not right. going to happen. And I'm yeah. not going to have to make her happen to do it. Yeah. So I just choose not to go visit because I'm not eating your pasta. Even if those <laughs> delicious and I'll get out. Now, could yeah. I say, if she would allow me to say, can I just have meatballs and sauce with the, with the Parmesan cheese? But she won't. Yeah. yeah. And that's cool and everything. So I think if you learn what your story is around food, honey, you will get it together. But as you can see, Dawn and I could probably have like a five hour conversation. (laughs) Easily. Very easily. So we're going to wrap this up. And so is there anything else that you want to leave with them in regards to keto? Yes, there is. And thank you so much again for having me. I really do appreciate this privilege of being on your platform. But the one thing that I want to say to you or you listeners, if you are deciding to do this lifestyle or if you're currently doing this lifestyle and you say, I am going to, for an example, fast for 24 hours. And during that 24 hours, you get hungry, baby, go eat. Mm-hmm. If, if at any time you say, you know what? The office is having this damn potluck and Karen is making them damn cupcakes that I eat a cupcake. Do, don't worry about things like feeling hungry when you're fasting or wanting something and going ahead and eating it. You are still amazing. You are still 
keto. You are still worthy. You are a human in this existence. So go ahead, enjoy whatever it is, and then continue right on with your keto lifestyle like it never happened. And you didn't fall off the wagon. You didn't. That is all I want to leave with them. It is okay. You didn't fall off the train. You don't have to reboot, restart. <laughs> Not at all. Like you don't have to do any of that. You just made a conscious decision to have the cupcake. You had made the conscious decision to eat off screen. And, and it is okay. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's not, not at all. You're, nobody's <laughs> going to jump up and, you know, reprimand you or anything. You, you are still perfect. It is still your journey. That's so, it. That is an amazing, amazing, amazing gem that you leave. So, the way I own the podcast with when I have guests on is in my Oprah moment. So I'll ask you two questions and you just answer um, the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. All right. So keto is life. Mm. It is. It is. And especially for you. And I am worthy. And there you have it. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, y'all, go follow Miss Dawn over at Keto Curves. You give you tell them where to go. You tell yes, them. please do. Please check me out on my weight loss journey, my fitness journey, my health journey. It's all of those things combined. And it is at Keto Curves, K-E-T-O. K-U-R-V-Z on Instagram. And Miss Dawn has a um, travel business for all of you who like to travel. Where can they find you there? Yes, I do. That is my, my business. Um, and it is Goddess Travel. Um, you can click the link in the bio on Instagram if you want to do any type of travel arrangements. Um, and if you have an interest in becoming a travel agent, also DM me and we'll go over that. All right. So y'all go follow her, jump on her page, show her some Black Girls Keto to Love. And y'all stay tuned. All right, everyone, welcome to another segment of Black Girls Keto 2 Podcast. And on this segment, it is our Black History Month segment. Last week, you got to hear from Erica of Black Girls Going Keto um, for our Keto for the Culture piece. And this week, we have another illustrious queen with us. And her name is Courtney, and she goes by Coco Goes Low Carb over on Instagram. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you all Miss Courtney. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited. So tell everyone what keto for the um, culture means to you and why why did you um sign up to do it uh for me keto for the culture i mean it has a couple of meanings it's i'm so excited about it this movement because i feel like it 
for one thing, raises visibility and awareness um, in the keto community and in the Instagram community um, during Black History Month and is showcasing some of the amazing people that are in our community that are creating food that's delicious, food that's healthy, um, and sharing that with people who may or may not have access if they were not following um, our accounts. So for me, it's it's exciting to be able to share those things. And also, I'm from the South. I'm from Houston, Texas. So this is an opportunity for me to share some food that I grew up on and, and that I hold near and dear to my heart, you know, because of my grandmother and my mom and some of the things they've created. So I'm excited to get in the lab, in the kitchen, and create something that's, you know, going to showcase a little bit of my childhood and my, my upbringing. Yes, honey. I love the fact that, you know, following the keto low-carb low way of eating, we get to eat those things that we, you know, were told that were bad for us growing up, but it was such a comforting thing. Mm-hmm. And it was good for you. Little do, do, did we know, right? It was good right. for you. So I, I'm excited about that. So what day will you be posting on? I will be posting on February 22nd. And so I am not quite sure what I'll be sharing, but you guys can rest assured that it will be delicious. Um, and it will definitely be down home. It'll be something that is, is soul food inspired. So there'll be some cornbread in the mix. I can assure you of that. Okay. All right. I'm excited, honey. I'm yeah. excited. Cornbread, and, um, <laughs> and I will be um, sharing a little bit of a blurb when I make my post on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. And I will tell a little bit about myself, my story, what keto means to me, and what keto uh, did to change my life and, and turn around some diagnosis that I was struggling with. So I'm very excited to to bring both of those items and and share those things with you guys. Well, that is so cool. So do me a favor, Miss Courtney, share mm-hmm. one fun fact about okay. yourself with with my 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 tribe. Something, you know, fun, interesting. Um, I love a good solo trip. So, I take myself on an annual trip alone by myself have the greatest time and what i like about a solo trip is that you can do everything at your own pace you can eat when you want to eat you can shop when you want to shop if you just want to stay in your hotel room and veg out and watch your shows and order room service you can do that um and so that's something that i've started once i turned 40 years old i took my first solo trip and so now it's just a thing where I'm hooked and, and I enjoy my girls trips and I enjoy hanging out with my family and all those good things. But the solo trip is where it's at. I think every woman can benefit from that. I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, when you are with yourself, you know, you are amongst good company. Hello. (laughs) You are amongst good company. Yes. And I think that I do trips by myself. Honey, I take myself out to dinner. Yes. I, I get dressed. I'll go to dinner or, and I, I, I date myself. You hear That's me? That's right. And I think when you get to the point 
that you enjoy your own company, I think you have arrived, honey. That's, That's right. like the pinnacle, uh, and especially traveling. Um, you know, people hesitate to go places and do things because they can't find anybody to do them with them. Exactly. You know, somebody, and it was a long time ago, but somebody that I went to college with a long time ago um, taught me something and I'll never forget it. I can remember being just distraught because I didn't have somebody to go to. (laughs) I wanted to go to the dining hall and eat dinner, but I couldn't locate anybody to go. And I remember I made a comment to this guy like that I knew and I was like, do you want to go to the dining hall? And he was like, no, I can't go. I have blah, blah, blah going on. And I said, well, I'm hungry. And he was like, well, what does that mean? Like, if you can't go eat dinner by yourself, <laughs> you, you got some problems. Yeah. And that really resonated with me. And I was like, I, if I can't enjoy my own company and be comfortable enough to go and do things on my own, there's something going on. There's a bigger problem. So you got to dig deep. You got to learn to love you and get comfortable with you. And, and I'm definitely there. Well, that is awesome. I think all of the um, queens that follow um, me and that are a part of my tribe over in Black Girls Keto 2 could learn some of that. And, 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 you know, I think it's amazing to take trips alone. And if you can't find your way to a mm-hmm. full trip yet, find your way to a, a bookstore or to mm-hmm. a restaurant, to a movie. Yes. But, but take yourself somewhere because I always tell people you are worth the effort. You're worth the time. You're right. worth taking yourself out. Right. You got to invest in yourself. You absolutely do. You do. And, and, and on all levels, right? Mm-hmm. We can shop by ourselves. Now we good at shopping for our, by ourselves. Uh, hello. Yes, we are. Because we don't <laughs> want anybody to tell us what we shouldn't be buying. So. Right. Or giving right. unsolicited advice. No right, thing. or questioning or whatever. So right. in that same vein, I think you should take yourself out. Courtney, that's very good. I love that. I absolutely love that. So is there anything else you would like to share um, with us? And you can tell people how to follow you or, you know. Um, sure. Um just thank you for the opportunity, Wendy. I've, I have loved chatting with you and just kind of sharing some stuff that's important to me um, about raising awareness in the Black community with keto and, and all the good things that we're doing. But if you guys want to follow me, my IG is Coco Goes Low Carb and it's C O C O dot goes, G O E S dot low carb, L O W C A R B. So y'all heard her is Coco Goes Low Carb. Go follow her. Go follow her. I, you know, I follow her and I see all the yummy food and things she posts. So y'all go follow her and show her some Black Girls Keto to love, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Alrighty, we have come to the end of another powerful, powerful 
episode of Black Girls Keto 2 Podcast. I hope and my wish is that you heard something from this podcast that helped you shift your mindset. It helped you shift your life. It helped you to reassess your keto journey and it helped you to to do things differently because keto is saving lives. Keto is helping people heal. Um, and, And, you know, the thing is, is that you want to be a participant in your health, right? You want to be a participant, an active participant in your health. So, I, I really, I, I'm really honored that she, Miss Dawn, shared as openly as she did with us. And I know that it really helped me and I know it will help you. So let's talk about what else we have going on. Oh my goodness. So I listened to all of the queens over in Black Girls Keto too. And they, you know, want things to be easy. They wanted a place to um, keep everything. So I created a keto meal plan, meal and lifestyle planner, right? It is 150 pages. It is amazing. It will... Um, hold everything you need, even recipes that you find in the group. It's a place to store um, online recipes. There are pages for entertaining, dining out guide. Oh my God, it's chock full a lot of, of a lot of stuff. It is um, on um, the introductory price right now of $9.97. I promise you the price will go up. Um, because that is a a bargain, but I like to offer things to you first at a discount for sharing space with me. So I'll put the link to that in there. We still have more cabins. We had to open up a few more. So if you, um, are wanting, had been wanting to go on a cruise and you were waiting on monies and it's that season, honey, it's tax time. Treat yourself. Take a portion of your income tax and treat yourself to to the cruise. It's in November. You do it now. You don't have to worry. Treat yourself. Come cruise with us. I'll leave that information here as well. I will also um, leave with you our group keto coaching. You can jump into that. Listen, we have a lot of things here for you. I appreciate the fact that you all trust me enough to purchase the things that I create. It it amazes me all the time, but I know that I am in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. So until next week, you all have a fantastic rest of your week on purpose and I'll talk to you soon.